Hey, 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 Unstoppable Consciousness podcast listeners, super excited to share with you today's episode. It's an episode interview that I did about the soul. It was a fantastic conversation with Brenda Johnson, a colleague and friend, and uh, an amazing mindset mentor who does phenomenal work as well. And we just shared this unbelievable conversation about the soul truth, and we've just had such a wonderful response and a big impact. This was her podcast and her listeners have been really deeply embedded in conversations and wanting more about this soul consciousness and the soul truth is the name of the episode, which we, we had uh, together. It was awesome. Really awesome. So I decided that cause I get asked a lot of these questions and you guys have been reaching out with, um, different curiosities. And one of them is about the soul. So I thought I'm going to start with this where, you know, you know what I'm up to. I'm doing a spiritual technology series and I have exciting news that Brenda and I are going to do uh, a series about this soul consciousness conversation and uh, that's really exciting too. So you'll be able to uh, listen in on uh, what her and I create together. But this was a beginning. This was how everything got inspired related to building a series around the soul. And I hope this helps you and answers your questions and answers your curiosities and clears up some of the clutter that we're hearing from a lot of people that are out there claiming to know about this you know, this quantum reality and this metaphysical reality, and they don't, you can see it if you listen and you have some kind of knowledge. If you're a, been a spiritualist for a long time, you know, a lot of the noise out there is not really noise that makes sense and is not really the sole truth. Um, people are loving to share the material and sometimes people are sharing material that they really don't have an expertise at. So it can be very confusing, right? Super confusing. So I hope this helps declutter some of those potential confusions. And I hope this inspires you to fall in love with your own soul and, uh, Always remember, let me know if you have any comments, any questions. You could DM me, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you've heard this, Pinterest. Um, I'll get back to you for sure. And you can also email us at hello at tappingintoit.com. My team and I would be happy to help you with anything that you need. And uh, listen, enjoy the episode. And here we go. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast. Today, I have a guest with me. I have my very own mentor and friend, Lisa Lajoie. She's a business intuitive strategist for entrepreneurs and business owners, a spiritual mentor to high performers, and the owner of Tapping Into It. For over two decades now, she has been utilizing her gift of heightened intuition and fierce faith in the human potential to help individuals and businesses build and sustain more success. She's a freaking dynamic force. She empowers her clients by helping them unlock their innate power, by learning to trust and tap into their own intuitive intelligence, and she uses her gift to tune in and help people quickly find answers to life's tough questions, easily navigate life's changing experiences, and negotiate like a freaking boss, master partnerships, connect individuals to their higher calling, and reach new potential purpose, and passion in life and business. All right. So I'm super excited. I have a guest with me today, my very own mentor, Lisa Lajwa. Woo! She's yeah. been on the podcast before, but we've been through a lot over the years and I've learned a lot from her. And I really, really just wanted to bring you back to have a conversation specifically about soul stuff because I don't know if you've noticed but what seems to happen with spirituality is people latch on to certain things and then it becomes a trend and I feel like souls are a bit of a trend now yeah they are I -hmm. wanted to bring you on because honestly one of the cool I mean I've had a lot of cool experiences working with you over the years but one of the coolest experiences has been really like actually connecting with my soul and creating a relationship with it and understanding it and understanding what souls are. And so I wanted to share your wisdom with people because I know people have a lot of questions about this. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to have this conversation. It's a pleasure. 
such a pleasure. <laughs> Plus, really nice. We'll just talk about things. I have some basic questions, but I know we always have pretty good banter. So I kind of want to start off, obviously, by asking what a soul is. But if you could just take a second and kind of tell my listeners a bit about what you do and like how long you've been doing this kind of stuff for. That's a great question. Uh, Let me pull back and lead in. Okay. So let me explain. So I've been doing this work for over 30 years and I've been doing channeling and intuitive work and developing spiritual concepts and, you know, um, metaphysical concepts and quantum reality. I've been studying and learning and growing and, you know, so just to qualify, that's like 30 years of background, you know, here. And so what I see out in the world, which I think is really painful And I think any person who has an expertise in a field like myself is when you see people just diluting the content, not respecting and honoring the process of spiritual development or any type of work, it's painful, right? So, you know, first of all, I admire your desire to do this because that's really important for the world to understand. Like you're trying to find and give clarity as much as you can from people with experience. So I really appreciate that because that's very important in our world today. In social media, you can, anybody can say anything about anything. And, you know, I look, I look at it sometimes and I just say to myself, I can't believe what's happening out there because a lot of it is just people who are trying to make a living because of trending, trending things. And, you know, it's interesting because even in like, like certain Facebook groups or stuff like that, you can see people trying to navigate and take from others their years of experience and promote other people and all that. I mean, it's pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly. And I want to say like, that has nothing to do with spirituality and it has nothing to do with honor or integrity. It's just people using whatever's the latest trend. And when the next trend comes, they're going to go do that too. So for your listeners, you have to be really mindful about what you're listening to. You know, you have to care about your spirituality because what you, you could learn will take you off track. And then you have to start again, getting yourself on a track that will actually illuminate you. And that's why, you know, thank you for bringing me on for that. I think it's very important. And I appreciate you so much doing that for your audience and for the world. It's very important that we stay firm in the integrity of the work. And we respect the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of being a human with a soul inside of our bodies. You know, that didn't, that wasn't always the case. We were primitive at one point, and this is an evolution of the divine world landing inside of the earth level and creating us, you know, and bringing this other level of energy into, into consciousness and into being. So it's really important. Like this is really important conversation. So thank you for bringing me on for that. Appreciate it a lot. Well, it's interesting what you just said too, about like, you can actually go off track and Personally, I think that's what I had been doing for many years until I found you and you actually had the experience doing this and you were able to like teach me and not just teach me surface level shit, like teach me how to validate things. And that was a big piece of all of the work we do together has been about validation. And so, I mean, you can see the books behind me. There's tons of books back there about (laughs) connecting with your soul. What's your soul's name? Find You know, I definitely feel like because I was one, so many of us do kind of get off the path. So when I met you and we started doing this work, it kind of, it blew my mind a little, but also I could, I know, I understand now where my resistance was coming up from because it was such powerful work versus like surface level stuff or versus learning from somebody who's teaching because they read a book. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for sure. And this is a thing like that's the pain point. You know what I mean? Is people are teaching crap and then people are not getting results or they're navigating their spiritual soul journey in totally the wrong way because they don't really know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me that the basic foundation work and understanding that the premise that you have a soul, you have a, a part of you that's made of spirit, that's made of the universe living in your being and here to, you know, do things with you, that honoring is being diluted by people who have no clue what they're doing. And they're making it, making it a trendy market conversation, but they're not honoring the actual passage of the spiritual evolution journey. 
And, you know, that's really confusing and it'll change and that's going to end and it might get worse. You know what I mean? Because people, that's what they do. People who are phony or fake or just some people have good intended, but don't realize they're actually not helping. They don't understand the depth of the work. So they're making it generic. You know what I mean? And when you make something this deep and profound and powerful, which makes you capable of doing all the things that you're here to do, which makes you a manifester, which makes you a divine being, be able to illuminate your journey, live with purpose, find your passage to the divine world and respect nature, respect the earth and learn to be a a true light here. You know, you're really off track when you're doing that. And so I don't respect people that do that. I think it's terrible. You know what I mean? It's very sad for me to watch, but I also know people are people and they're just going to you know, they're just going to keep doing that because those that are doing that. So if you're watching people, they're constantly changing or their information is not resourceful. They're throwing things together. Just be mindful of that. Like, you know, for your audience, just be mindful, like pay attention, learn to validate and check people because the spiritual evolution journey and energy, energetic dynamics is very powerful and very, can be this caution involved in that as well, because you don't really know what you're opening yourself up to or learning that it has no value at all. You know what I mean? It's not going to bring you to the place you really need to go. It's not going to connect you to the parts that you really need to connect with within yourself to be whole Mm -hmm. and to be, you know, this, this person running through life, creating what you're actually supposed to be creating versus copying and pasting people out there in the world. You know, your soul has a mandate. Your soul is something very, very, very sacred unto you. You know what I mean? To go back to your question, like, what is a soul? A soul is a, a piece of the universe living inside you. It's a fragment of the universe in its consciousness that, you know, this is a place where living, breathing, creativity happens on this dimension. So we have, we're in a, a galaxy and that galaxy is held together by the gravity and the pull of the sun. The sun holds all these planets together in this galaxy. And that is what we call the universe. The universe is our universe in this galaxy, but the universe is the entire thing with all kinds of galaxies and all kinds of dimensions inside of it. This is ours. And this is where we get to play in a certain way on this earth plane because of what happens here and how it's created, how it's formed the, the process of what happens in this third dimension and, you know, living, breathing, this earth experience like we get to create some really amazing stuff here and we get to live the universe here and bring the universe here and people don't understand that that's what your soul is actually doing it's learning it's expanding it's growing it's trying to understand this place it's using the opportunities we have on this earth dimension to expand itself and to become a higher level of consciousness and you know so the honor why was was the human beings the species that were chosen to drop this soul energy into is because of our illumination our capacity our brain our development right so all energy like all beings have some form of universal consciousness you know it's just the way it is because mother nature this earth is connected deeply to the planet to this galaxy and all the other planets so it's just that when we're here we have living, breathing organisms and the capacity to create, which makes it a different dimensional experience, which allows the soul to expand itself in an experience. So that's why this place was the place that was chosen. You know what I mean? But all the planets are pulling and magnetizing and creating, but this is like the one little spot in our galaxy where we get to play because of how it's built, because of what happens here which is for me, the pain, that's the pain point is like people are pillaging this planet, but this planet is the planet of creation in our galaxy, which is the most important planet where we get to play here. And it's sad. It's sad that people don't realize there's so much more to preserving and honoring and, and respecting nature and our creative process here, because what people are ending up creating is, is, we're going to end up in another Mars where there's not much happening there. Very little. We're basically going to have cementville. You know what I mean? It's like, and we don't realize that we're basically destroying the abundance here mm-hmm. and that this place is our thriving soul place. This is our home. This is the home. This is what, where the universe chose to thrive is on our planet. This is where it's a thriving, creative and co-creative experience. And your soul is part of that whole mandate 
and the illumination inside of us, our capacity as human beings and our evolution as a species allowed for that morphing to happen. And, you know, we need to understand that that's the honor. That is the honor. And we need to respect that. You know, it's one of my greatest pain points. And I know souls are crying and, and hungry and in pain too, because they're here for a reason. They're, you know, a part of this universe, which is meant to also breathe and live here mm. and create here and have fun here and have a, have joy and, you know, live in breathtaking environments. And like, I mean, it's crazy. So your soul if you understand these basic premise, the basic premise of, you know, why we're in this place and not Jupiter or Mars or some other place, if you can embrace that, then you can understand how deeply profound it is to be here and the honor it is to be here. Mother nature and this planet has also said yes to earthly beings and soul beings being here. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Mother Nature has her own badassaryism, whatever you want to call it. She yes. can destruct and destroy and illuminate and create. And so we have a privilege of being here. Mm-hmm. Our souls have a privilege of being here. And for her to bring life to us so we can live and understand our growth and our purpose. You know what I mean? And to and life does that. Life will bring you experiences because you it's manifesting for your soul purpose. It's trying to show you where you need to go. It's trying to navigate with you. That's not happening from the universe. That's happening because earth is honoring you. Like earth is honoring your soul. Earth is honoring your body and help trying to help you navigate and get to what it knows you're here to do because it said yes to you. Mm-hmm. And people think like we own this place. We don't own this place. She said yes to us and she could destroy <laughs> us anytime she wants. And she tries sometimes mm-hmm. to show us where we're going wrong. And we don't know how to listen correctly. And, you know, my goal as a teacher and a mentor over all these years is to help people learn more about that. And so this is part of why I'm so grateful we're together and we're having this conversation because it's very important. And, you know, I, I know many of my students, cry because of what's happening to the planet and they don't know how to manage the pain they have about it and it's happening on all kinds of levels of consciousness right so the first one to to start with is this one the honor of being here as a soul and honoring your body and this planet and honoring your soul and this planet and your plant this planet honoring your soul and what it means that's really important you know that was a huge lesson for me too working with you because i just and it comes back to like the law of attraction and manifesting and things. But I used to just always think, oh, it's the universe is doing this. The universe is doing this. The universe is doing this. You're like, no, <laughs> it's not just the universe doing things like you're like you just explained. It's ev- everything manifests things. Everything shows us stuff. We just don't always listen. Well, we don't know it because what's happened over time. And this is my honest opinion. I'm not going to filter it. Humanity is controlled itself so much through the mandates of certain individuals and humans and collectiveness that are very shadow based Mm -hmm. and very primitive and very uh, greed driven that people just forgot who they are. And we're changing. There's a lot of opportunity to open the new doors and the new realms of consciousness by seeing clearly. But if your fundamentals aren't good, which is part of why I know you wanted me to really come on and talk about that. Yeah. If your fundamentals are not understood, then you're just going to follow whoever's talking loudest and you're going to be in trouble with that. You know, there's some great teachers out there who are trying to help, you know, help people understand consciousness, responsibility and your co-creative mandates here. And there's a lot of people who have no idea and just like terminology. Yeah, well, you can create anything you want. It's not true. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, I remember after the, the secret came out, I found it really funny because we think only the law of attraction exists, but the, the deeper study is there's more than one law of creation. There's more of one law to the universe and laws are created to help or, organize our creative passage here. You know what I mean? And people don't understand that they don't have a clue about quantum reality. They're sticking with what makes them feel like they could have more control, what makes them excited, like manifesting anything I want, anytime I want. And then they're calling me and going, I don't know why I can't law of attraction my life to death. And I'm like, because it doesn't work like that. You can law attraction all you want. If your soul has a mandate, you better know what that mandate is because you're not going to get to play whatever you want until you understand your mandate. 
because yeah, you, you were like, chosen, right? People just stay so surface level or they keep it really basic. It's like, oh, you just have to raise your vibration and then everything comes to you. Really? It's that simple? Okay. If it was that simple, we'd all be doing it. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is when you try to raise your vibration, you better be able to show up to what shows up. And that's what people yes. are not saying. And then people are feeling less than. And there's a community and a population of spiritual people thriving to be more spiritual who are beating themselves up over their spiritual practice mm. and feeling like they're just not good manifestors. They're just not good enough. That's completely wrong. It's wrong. It's not true. You just don't know what you don't know. And you're listening to the wrong people who are undereducated about what they're trying to teach you. And so you're listening to what makes you feel excited and you might be avoiding your real transformation that has to happen which will actually bring you to a whole other level playing field, which is better than what you're following. Mm -hmm. So some people think oh, the law of attraction is the only way. It's absolutely not. If you understand your way of manifesting law of attraction can be nothing. The law of attraction is not that big of a deal. It's the rest of the laws altogether with that law of attraction and the, and the, the creation of life. And people miss that whole sector. They think the law of attraction is the way to create. No, you, there's laws of life too. And life will take you out mm -hmm. <laughs> and earth will take you out. It will do things. It, it has a creative process. And so people just don't understand how deep it goes. And that's where I, I feel really bad about that. And, you know, for me doing more and more of the work I'm doing to help is important. What you're doing is really important, you know, because you were one of those people learning certain things and coming up against those, those limitations of the learning. Because there's limitations and there's also truth on that. You can manifest many, many things. It, we can manifest many, many things, but you just need to know what area and level you're manifesting. And when you have resistance and problems and complications, and for sure, you have to know what's going on when it comes to the soul, which is really the conversation you wanted to have. Let me go back to your question and explain it. So, you know, the soul, like I said, is a part of the universe. And, you know, when you're in the other dimension, your life here as a human being has a lineage. It has, you know, parents, it has genetic disposition, it has ancestry, you know, who you are, your parents, where they came from, all of this comes into play when we talk about why the soul and you are hooked up. So you need to understand that, like, there's a reason your body, your being, you know, why you, okay, so that's number one. Secondly, before the soul comes here, it's looking for the correct players, the other souls that need to be associated with it. It has a mandate. It's worked with the universe from a co-creative perspective as a child of the universe is the easiest way to explain it, to say, look, hey, I did all these things. I have all these lifetimes. You know, I've been here before. I'm having trouble learning about this or that. And I really want to come back and fix that and, and learn about these aspects, whatever they are. Um, and your soul is designing that before you even get chosen. So your soul is designing its plan and what it would like to do. And then it's looking for a body to do it in. So, yep, that's how it happens. You're, it's looking for the right parents, the right situation, the right country, where it's collective friends and other souls. Because on the other side, the souls are coming together and having consciousness conversations uh, ex explaining to each other what's required, figuring out who's going to support who, who's coming back, who's not, um, how we're going to roll out the support, you know, because the souls come together to support each other. That's why people, you'll meet people that feel like soul friends that you've known before, because you're already orchestrating it before you come here. The mandate is always flexible because a soul can go past its mandate and decide to do more right? There's always that. It's not rigid. This is never rigid. Your capacity to grow is never rigid. You have a capacity to finish all kinds of mandates and continue to grow as a person and also as a soul consciousness and as a soul being. So it's doing all this. And when it decides on you, like your body, it's gone through a huge protocol. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, designed a plan, the other souls that are saying, yes, I'm going to support you and help you. And I want to, I want to be a part of your journey. And you you probably are going to be a part of mine. That's all been more or less discussed and understood the year, the time, the date, when around it wants to illuminate itself here in the planet. That's also being thought of and considered 
And then where? The parents, again, the place, who, what body, right? And the soul has choices. And there's a lot of questions I get about that. The soul has choices. But we're just going to talk about why you, how it chose you. So in the moment when you were conceived, the soul might have known what your parents were going to do because it already chose the parents. Because the parents and the souls may be the perfect fit. And it may have been orchestrated that, yeah, I, I want these parents. I already know those souls. They, we're, we're, take, we're picking up where we left off. There's a lot of things that could be happening in relationship to why certain parents, why certain circumstances, right? And then there's the part where you, it, you're conceived. You know, you're in the womb. You, you're a baby. There's no soul happening yet, okay? There's just a body and a mother and a father and a baby. And the soul's looking and seeing and making sure that through the three, the free will choice we have as people that the parents want, the parents desire is there. The soul is observing everything before it decides to join. Okay. Everything goes smooth. Everything's great. The soul says, yep, I want this body, this parents there. We're all in alignment. I like this lifestyle. The parents are hooked up correctly. We're still on the right path. And it decides, yes, I definitely want to join this body. In that moment when it's the right time and, you know, there's different definitions of when that can happen. People, you know, lots of people say it's, oh, it's this time frame, it's that time frame, it's 90 days. It's, you know, it's usually for me, no sooner than, you know, four, four to eight to 12 weeks that the soul will start to get acquainted with the body and get acquainted with the connection and start building a connection because in a physical body, the cells and the organisms and the molecules need to become illuminated and welcome the light, welcome the soul, because you're just a body still, you're just a little fetus, you're just a little body. And when you bring light into the body, there has to be an embracement, the body has to say, yes, I accept you. I want you, I accept you also, because your body has free will to choose to reject you and reject your soul. But the when so let's say everything goes smooth, the agreements are there, the soul is like, yes, the body's yes, everything is great. And they're getting acquainted. When the soul and the body become morphed and joined, okay, the soul is choosing the perfect time, the soul remembers watching the body. So if a fetus is developing at a different pace, a different space, it's like orchestrating itself to pick the perfect time when the body's ready through this acquainted experience. Lots of people think that the the soul just infuses itself. That is absolutely not true because I've, I mean, I've channeled a lot. I've worked with mothers. I've worked, I've spoken to the babies. I've done all kinds of channeling work to work with has taught me that there is a meeting process. And if everything is smooth, it happens faster. Sometimes it all happens slower. So when there's an agreement and there's a unity that starts to happen, what goes on is the soul drops into the body. And when this happens, every cell of your body knows and experiences your soul. And often it happens in the fetus. It'll happen in the body, usually literally like around the eight month mark. It's like, it's like a little bit before around that mark where the baby's big and the body's strong and the fetus is strong and the baby's developing and there's a fusion and the body and the soul come together and there's an illumination process. And what happens is inside of every cell of your body, inside of your brain, inside of your consciousness, inside of every part of you, there's a fusion and an illumination that your body understands every single thing that your soul wants to do. And your soul embraces every cell of your body. And this morphing, although you won't remember it, you'll see it in young children. They just know they're made of light. They're like all happy and like, I made a light and I know it. I don't know about you guys. I know it, right? Because that hasn't been tampered with yet and has no conditioning has happened. And you'll see it in young children that parents are really not conditioning their children. They're just so who they are. It's crazy and beautiful and wonderful and magical, right? Mm-hmm. And this illumination happens and this acquaintedness and this devotion starts to take place where the body and the soul agree. What breaks that down is conditioning. But in that moment, there's an awareness and an awakening of everything that has to occur. Now I want to make it clear for your people, like in your audience, you have to develop as a body. And as you develop as a body and you, your brain builds, your body builds, your capacity builds, the areas of your brain develop, 
also what gets um, illuminated in the body is what your soul, how your soul is going to contribute and participate in those areas. So you start to remember more things. You start to realize your purpose. Things start to illuminate at the same time as your body is developing. Now, of course, there's all kinds of factors of support, like parents, this and that. But more or less, this devotion that happens, this love affair that begins between your body and your soul is such a magical, magical process and journey. It's like mind-blowing, mind-blowing and beautiful. I remember you teaching us that stuff. And I was just like, whoa, that is crazy. Because when I first met my soul, it actually was not inside my body. That's right. So we had to do a lot of work to build the relationship and do the things and the human stuff and deal with some conditioning so that my soul didn't feel like it constantly had to like protect me from things because I was not connected. Mm -hmm. And so when my soul finally came inside of me, it was one of the coolest things ever to go back inside and go, Oh, my soul's inside of me now. But it was interesting too, because I had always assumed, and I know a lot of people listening that like my soul would give me guidance and do things. And one of the big lessons I learned, not all of our souls are here to guide my soul's here to be in the experience with me mm-hmm. if I want higher guidance I go up I go talk to my higher self but my mm-hmm. soul one is my soul is awesome and funny because when I do connect and we've experienced this mm-hmm. and I ask it, it is a little bit sarcastic <laughs> and it's just like dude like I just want to be in the experience with you mm-hmm. and the other thing too and I'm sure you've heard this. People are always talking about how your soul knows you're here for bigger reasons and bigger purposes and all this stuff. I'm the work I do. I do it because I love it. And it's a passion, but it's mm-hmm. not my soul's work. It's mm-hmm. not why my soul came here. Mm-hmm. So when people say that everybody's soul is here to do bigger things, how, how do you respond to that? That's not true. That's your, your soul is here for its mandate, not yours and not the dream of everybody else that you're watching and experiencing and looking and saying, I want this. I want that. That's human conditioning telling you what you want. If your soul is here to make an enormous amount of money, you need to know that because you may not be showing up to that. You may be following somebody else's guidance, but your soul has something else completely different. It wants to do. You know what I mean? The thing is your soul has a lot of reasons for being here. It could come here to suffer. It could come here to illuminate. It could come here to clear out karma. It could come here to create something brand new. It could come here to finish old mandates, old problems, old, old lifetime experiences. It could come here to help, just help to be, to be a force of help, to, to walk, to walk a very difficult destiny, to be able to serve humanity. Like, you know, Nelson Mandela, you, you don't, I mean, look at that guy. Like it's incredible. Like mother Teresa, you know, there's people who have walked this place and their, their soul really wanted to do it this way. You know what I mean? And it's not easy. And, oh, you're just going to make all the money you want and do everything you want. And your soul wants to do everything you want. And when you're excited, your soul, that's bullshit. Your soul is, has its own mandate. It's, that's the human in you that wants to believe all that stuff. Because if you don't really know what your mandate is and what your lessons are, and what your experiences are, because you have choices as a person to do all that stuff, but your soul's mandate and your soul's purpose is really valuable and important to your spiritual evolution journey. And it's important for you to know what it is because it could be way bigger than what you're thinking. Cause some teacher is telling you bullshit. So you're like, Oh, it's that. And you could be totally off track. It could be way better than any- what anybody's telling you about what your soul is here to do. But if you're following other people's guidance and you don't know how to make that connection, that's why, you know, one of my greatest teachings as a metaphysical teacher is like helping people understand, stop listening to the outside in world and listen to the inside out your soul. You don't need to listen to other people to be told and to hear yourself and to know, because a lot of people have challenges and they don't realize that their challenges are their soul wanting to do something and they're ignoring it and feeling unworthy and fighting it. And it's an easy transformation that they're resisting because, well, other people say it's supposed to be like this. You know, how are you validating if what those people are telling you is right for you? You know what I mean? Your soul is magical. And yes, you might be able to do all those things after 
you do what you have to do here. And yes, that may be for you, but you have to know. And knowing yourself is the most important thing. And knowing your soul is way more important than anybody telling you what you're here to do. You know what I mean? Because your soul can tell you. And it's, it's sometimes, you know, people feel and, and condition the soul. You're putting conditioning on the soul. It's in this little box. So I, you said something in that a second ago about karma. So I kind of want to talk about that because a lot of times people assume that all the bad stuff that's happening to them is because their soul has karma. They're like, oh, it's my karma. It's karma. It's karma. People will go back to things like the Akashic records all the time, constantly looking for the things that are wrong that we need to heal. And that was mind blowing to me because I remember talking to you about that one day and you were like, why do you feel like you need to keep going backwards and looking for all the things that are wrong? I was like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Again, conditioning, right? So conditioning, what is karma? Like how does karma work? So karma is a law of the universe that is about cause and effect what you've done, what you're here to do, where you've been, what you've accomplished, what you haven't accomplished, what you've done to other people, what other people have done to you, good and bad. It's held as a mandate for you. It's held contained in the knowledge of the universe. It's contained in the the law of karma. And the law of karma is really like, you did these things and you must learn these things because of that. And so here, you're not getting off the hook. You know, it's like, it's like having a mom saying, no, you're not going to your room till you clean up the milk. It's not happening. It, that's what it's like. But it's very relevant, dependent on the life you're here and your mandate of your soul. That's why knowing your soul's mandate is way more important than you think, because it also defines your karmic purpose, what you're here to do, what lessons will come up. Karma just doesn't come out of nowhere. It's deeply connected to your soul and the reason why you're here from the universal plane, from the universal awareness, you know, and consciousness. It, that's it. So it's, it's governing all the things that humanity has done or not done, or you as an individual, and depending on what you're here to do, it unlocks itself. So if you say, I want to do this, and your soul's like, I want to do this, then the laws of creation are going to support that life is aware of what you want to do too. So it starts opening up manifestational possibilities for you start, start is going to start bringing stuff to your life to magnetize to you, your energy centers start magnetizing things to you about your learning right? That's it. It's not like it's, it's very, very simple. You could have great karma too. Like you've done so much good that you come here and things are easy for you. And that can be karma. And then there's, you can create without karma whatsoever and make really wonderful things happening that have nothing to do with karma. They're just, you're conscious enough in your being and responsible as a leader and for your own life that it doesn't matter if it's karma or not. You feel that this is the right thing to do. And you have a soul awareness that this is right for both you and your soul, and you're going to do it. That's it. You don't come here to live your karma all the time. You come here to just understand what is the things that you have to learn that you're not getting off the hook for. You know what I mean? That you need to actually embrace. And then you move towards healing that. Do you need to go in the Akashic records to do that? Absolutely not. It's all evident in your life. Can you? The Akashic records are like a a, a minefield. If you go in the wrong door that has nothing to do with your soul today, you're screwed. And lots of people are teaching methodologies that are terrible and just confusing people more. And people are locking into lifetimes that have absolutely zero to do with this lifetime. When your soul comes here, it forgets everything or puts away to the side everything that is that it's been. And it life also and the earth plane also only activates what's important in a person's history and lineage. The consciousness is already there. You're not in that much control of everything. You know what I mean? The laws, the laws that govern the universe are also aware and saying, okay, like, okay, so you're going to do this. So we're going to unlock these karmas because that's you, what you decided you want to work on. And your, your body has to agree. If your body doesn't agree or you're t- derailing yourself and bringing yourself off track by believing things that are not true, such as everything's karma. So I'm not responsible for anything or everything's karma. So I, I you know, I just chalk it up to karma. But really, your soul is here for a whole bunch of other mandates and opportunities it's trying to create. You're going to be off track for 10 years because you believe bullshit. And you're not, you don't understand what you're really here to do because you haven't actually looked at it, honestly. And there's lots of ways to figure that out. You know what I mean? In the sense of your own education and learning, it's very important to do that. 
to get out of the myths and, and the things that people are g- making generic, which mm-hmm. are not, it's like saying your soul is so stupid that it doesn't know what it's doing here. And everything in your life has to do with some, some kind of karma that you're being called for. Maybe you just created it this lifetime and you're so blind and oblivious that you're just creating things this lifetime out of your own free will. Maybe your parents have taught you things that are really out of alignment for you. And it's not karma. It's you're mimicking their life patterns instead of owning your own life as a sovereign soul being. Yeah. You have to know these things to be able to manage and upgrade yourself and be powerful. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, I mean, those are a lot of the myths that people don't understand. I, I've heard people say things like, oh, every time you're excited about something, that's your soul talking to you. It drives me nuts. I'm like, I find it hilarious. And there's teachers who have big followings teaching crap and that the, all this stuff is not true. So when a person's not excited, they're not even human anymore. The soul is controlling their life, which means you take away half your ability of power mm-hmm. and everything is the soul mandating, but the soul is, has a limitation because it's here for a specific thing. Right. So there's a lot of confusion out there that we definitely want to make sure that we can help, you know, bust through that. It's funny that you just said that because I hear a lot of like, Oh, my soul is excited about that. My soul is excited about that. But I've also heard people say the only way your soul knows how to talk to you is through anxiety. And I was like, what, what? That's so, (laughs) oh my God. So, so, so poor teaching. mm -hmm. And there are people out there who like, you know, that anxiety you're feeling, that's your soul telling you that you're on the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, huh, <laughs> interesting. Mm-hmm. So I love how you explain that as when we look at it like that, it's like you're giving all of your power away. Yeah. So- well, it's, it, this is like people who are really undereducated saying whatever, throwing shit to the wind. You know what I mean? And it's going to land back in somebody else's face. Yeah. It seems because like- that's terrible. People feel they're going to, you know, if you don't eat food, you're going to have anxiety and heart palpitations. That's a fact. Okay. Yeah. So if you think everything's your soul, what are you choosing that you're unaware of, of where your anxiety might be coming from? There's a, there's a hundred reasons why people have anxiety, right? Imagine if that's your, what you're teaching, that it's your soul, only soul, your souls, your soul has to be pretty stupid to only be able to talk to you through emotions or you're really undereducated and you're not connected. And that's why you're listening to people like that. Mm-hmm. So don't listen to people like that and get more educated with clarity about what the soul is and what it's doing and how you can learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Be very mindful is what I tell everybody. Be very mindful who you're listening to because they could set you off for a long time and make you feel worse about yourself. You know what I mean? And make you misunderstand what your intuition is actually telling you, what your emotions are actually telling you as a navigation, what your inner guidance is telling you because you're a body. And your body has intelligence, has intuitive intelligence, and you're a soul and a consciousness, which also has higher levels of intelligence, but they both matter. And sometimes the soul isn't even a part of it because it's just trying to do what it's got to do. You know, it's very, very tricky, that kind of stuff. It's just people marketing. That's it. Oh, this will work if I say this. That's what other people are saying. So I'm going to say they're copy paster. Mm-hmm. We're they gonna set goals that your goal, or we're gonna set goals that your soul wants to do. Okay, right. But how are you finding that out? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like how are you finding that out? Yeah. And if you don't know how to get to your soul, then what do you? You know, what do you? How how are people teaching you? You know, so it's it just you have to be mindful and thoughtful and careful and understand that people there are different dimensions which make you you. And if you only want to live on the one where you're listening to other people telling you who you are and what you should be, then for sure, then that's, you know, you could be misguided. You know what I mean? And don't be like, make sure you are educating yourself and validating yourself. Make sure that you learn your fundamentals of how to connect with yourself and your own, uh, in your own wholeness. You know what I mean? And work with people who know what they're talking about. Like, it's very, very important, you know, just because you see, uh, you know, Whatever you see, it doesn't mean it's true. You know, mm-hmm. like make sure you have credible people that are teaching you about your soul. You know, be mindful for yourself to take care of that connection from a whole other level. It's very important. Mm-hmm. 
On that too, one other question I really want to ask, because I know it comes up a lot with people, is soul contracts. So people will get hung up on the fact that they think they have a soul contract. Mm-hmm. I've seen it like paralyze people and keep them from moving forward because we're like, I have a soul contract. I have to deal with this. First. Can you just explain a bit what a soul contract is? So a soul contract is with somebody in particular, where you have a contract with them to shift your karma with them. So first you have to know if you have a karma with them. That's first. Second, you have to know if you have a soul contract with them. So for me, as a, as an alchemist of energy and healer, like I do healing work with energy, that's the easiest thing to cut is a soul contract, but you just need to understand what's behind it. And if you understand what's behind it and what you have to do, for me, it's the easiest thing to clear out of a person's consciousness and in their energy. And it's so easy, mm-hmm. right? So the more you focus on a contract, the bigger it's going to get, the more it's going to anchor into your being, the more you're going to disconnect from your own guidance system, which is telling you it's so easy to clear that up. Just own this, own that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Why are you focused on it that way? So people don't, again, they don't understand. But are you, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you looking for reasons, you know, to... And excuses, you know, or are you looking to own and lead your life mm-hmm. and help lead your soul as a person in partnership with your soul? Because your soul chose you because of who you are and what you're made of, not just your history and your lineage, but who you are and what you're made of. And if you get all weird and, and, and get off track, your soul has to work super hard to get you back on track to connect with you. And the more you're doing these types of things and you don't understand, if you lock yourself into a soul contract, then you're locking yourself into one learning experience. And that's really bad for you. It's very easy to clear it out. Bam. Yeah. You just have to understand what it's doing there. So, you know, it's, and it's usually there because you have a karma. That's it. You have a karma to clear with a person, place or thing or yourself. That's it. Mm -hmm. And a contract is like, I made an agreement to work this out with you. But if you own that, the contract dissolves itself and you start fixing it. If you use that as your excuse, then, you know, you're just activating it stronger and stronger and stronger and making it stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's super helpful. I love this conversation. I have an interesting question because I know that I had asked it at one point and I know people that I work with have asked it. Does everybody have a soul? No. No, they don't. There's lots of primitive people walking around that are just bodies. Yeah. The soul chooses. It's not, it is not, this is not the, this is not like, Oh, the, the universe fills everybody with the soul. No, 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 There's lots of just bodies here. I just, it's, it's all so fascinating and interesting and beautiful to me <laughs> now that I've been through this experience. Now that I have a relationship with my soul, now that I have a deeper understanding of things, like it's beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. which is really, again, why I wanted to have you on today. So people could experience the truth of things a little bit differently, mm-hmm. or at least open themselves up to being curious about learning. I mean, I would definitely say if anybody listening to this wants to dive into this stuff deeper, definitely reach out to like you because you've helped me immensely. Are there any programs that you have going on right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have my spiritual, um, spiritual intuitive mastery um, mentorship course, which is like all the fundamentals that anybody would need to start their spiritual evolution journey. But I really am putting the power in your hands to get to know yourself, your soul, your chakra system, your energy system, your intuition, your spiritual helpers, and how it all works. It's like the, the first level, which is really, really important for anybody to start with, because you need to know about yourself before you need to know about anything else. Mm-hmm. And it puts the power back in your hands to be a conscious leader of your own consciousness and your, and your evolution journey. So there's that. I mean, we can, I can definitely, you know, we can, anybody who's interested can apply and yeah. Yeah. And it's a great place to start. That's learning all that stuff is how I started with you. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I think originally when I first met you, I thought you would just give me all the answers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you didn't <laughs> you made- I could but I don't see the point yeah. like what's which the is point? what I loved about the journey and the learning because it was like 
yes, you, you supported me and you helped me open things up and you helped me activate things, but it was always about, okay, but you have to go take responsibility for yourself, do the work, validate the things, and then come back to me and we'll talk about it. So that was like a huge, like growth for me. Well, I don't, I don't want, I want people to understand you came here to lead your own soul purpose and your own soul's experience. You didn't come here to be told what to do. You know, you really didn't. And it's, it doesn't make any sense. So the whole journey for me and, you know, and what an honor to mentor with you was wonderful is to put the power back in your hands. So you stop having to think about the outside leading you. Of course, we need help, support, guidance. That's what a mentor would do, a coach would do to help us through those roadblocks because we don't know what we don't know. But in the end, today, I know you're good. You know how to navigate through your soul, your chakras, your energy system, your intuition. So I know you're leading your life and getting your own answers, which is way more exciting to me than you relying on me every time you need anything. It doesn't make any sense you know, at all because you, you were born knowing. You just forgot. And you just didn't know, oh, I could advance. And mm-hmm. so that's, you know, for me, that's very, very, very important. Well, it's been really cool too, just to realize that I don't need to look outside of myself for the answers. Like I can just go in and get all the answers I need. Yeah. Which is guidance. pretty amazing actually. And for mm-hmm. all areas of life, like even the business, like you've taught mm-hmm. me how to use all of the gifts and all of this information to be in the business and build the business and do the mm-hmm. things. And it's like, huh. And it's interesting too, because especially, and this is not just specifically with soul stuff, but the type of things that you help people access and teach them how to do. It's funny because when it came to the business, I would look at things and go, but that's not how people say you're supposed to do it. And then I would specifically ask my business what it wants. Like I would channel the business and it would say something completely different. And I'm like, oh, okay. then." And that's like, you invested a lot to get to that place where you can tune into the energies. I mean, look at you right now. Whoa. Right. (laughs) Look at you. Thanks so so much for everything. This has been a great conversation. Yeah, it's been an amazing conversation. I'm going to link up all of your details down below. Lisa also has her own podcast, which I'll link up. And honestly, I mean, you know how much I love you. You've changed my life. (laughs) I love you too. You're amazing. Amazing. And thank you so much for doing this because it's really important. Well, I feel like I might have to have you on again for a conversation. Let's go. Specifically about like <laughs> intuition and chakras and all the things. That's a great idea. That's all right. Yeah. All right, darling. Thank you so much. Well, that was the episode. I hope you loved it. Please reach out if you have any questions. If you have more curiosities, we're happy to hear it. I'm happy to give more insight through the podcast. I know you're going to love the soul series that Brenda and I are creating. It's going to be coming out in the, in uh, the coming months and uh, I'm sure that you're going to enjoy it. So keep an eye out for that. And also we're our spiritual technology series is continuing. You could look for some episodes next week for number two, I think it is. And uh, I'm really excited to share and let's get our, our minds in a new state of awareness and consciousness. So of course, again, let me know, just DM us, email, happy to talk to you, love to talk to you and uh, have yourself an amazing day or night wherever you are. Bye for now.